Hey guys, before we get started, crush that like and subscribe button on Apple Podcasts. Follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at LaunchpadPod. And on our website, launchpadpod.com. We love hearing from you guys, especially around the holidays. We have people sharing some of their favorite holiday nerdiness, whether it's creepy Christmas movies or holiday-themed comic books. That Lobo versus Santa Claus comic is pretty gnarly. People sharing with us some Christmas cards that that they had made that feature some awesome comic book characters. Love seeing that. Today in the launch pad, we are watching a movie on Shutter called Dial Code Santa, aka Deadly Games. It's freaking cool. So we're going to talk about that. And just so you know, Matt's baby is hanging out with us. And if you're like, oh no, baby's in the launch pad, just imagine it's like we kidnapped baby Yoda. And we're just hanging out with him. It's pretty fun. Good kid. He likes the podcast, so I'm down. All right. Happy holidays to everybody. Hit us up. We love hearing from you. Now, let's get on with Deadly Games or Dial Code Santa clause on this week's launchpad podcast ignition sequence start six five four three two one zero all engine running liftoff we have a liftoff all right welcome to launchpad podcast i'm aaron uh, Matt. Matt, why are we whispering? Well, we watched a movie impromptu at my house with my, actually, as of today, seven-month-old son. We wanted to get in the Christmas spirit. We watched a killer Santa Claus movie with my son, and he made it about halfway through until he fell asleep, so... He got past the dog murder, yeah. for sure. Yeah, he watched the dog murder. <laughs> now, uh, he just chilled and was in and out for the last 45 minutes of the movie, but I think he liked it. <laughs> he liked the bright colors, for sure. So we watched uh, Dial Code Santa. Santa Claus, which has a lot of names. It's like 33615 Dial Code Santa Claus. It's also called Deadly Games. Uh, basically, it's the Home Alone with the Killer Santa Claus. Yeah, it's essentially a Home Alone, like it's Kevin McAllister, but with like a darker edge versus a Killer Santa Claus invading his baller Pee Wee Herman-esque house, which already has trap doors and secret rooms and shit before the movie, like before this Killer Santa Claus even gets started. This is a movie that came to our attention somehow last year. I forget how, but um, it was at uh, you watched the it Egyptian. At like, I saw it at the Egyptian with an old friend. Was and it, it Beyond was, Fest or something like that, or Fantastic? It, I don't fest. remember if it was part of a fest or not, or if it yeah. was just this cool movie. But I were just talking when we watched the movie just now. We know a lot of stuff that we haven't even seen yet, and this was one that until last year I didn't even know existed. Never heard of it, and like we have done our research for Killer Santa Claus movies and Christmas War movies, and this movie never on my radar. It's French, so I mean I don't French from the eighties. Yeah, I'm definitely not looking for French movies most of the time, especially French horror movies. But like this movie, it's some kid's mom is a toy exec. This kid and this kid loves like Rambo movies and action movies. You can tell he's got like posters on his wall of like Iron Maiden and like Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. He lives in this ridiculously big house that has like weird like secret rooms that have fighter planes in them. So when we meet him, he is sleeping in the cockpit of a full-size World War II fighter jet in the house somewhere. In the house. There's also some weird suspension like a rope bridge in his house in that same room. And uh, shortly after we meet him, there's this baller scene of him arming up 
doing face war paint, yeah. you know, Rambo headband and stuff. And he's got all these cool, you know, action movie accoutrements. Yeah, he's running through the house pretending to be Rambo. He's like trapping his dog in a net trap in a trap door. Mm-hmm. And like he and his dog and grandpa seem to just play all day. And that's kind of like their deal. And the mom's like, okay, it's breakfast time. And he's like, I got a note for Santa Claus. And she's like, good. That's all I care about. All the mom cares about is that her kid believes in Santa Claus. And like the kid's like, uh, my, my belief's a little in is waning a little. And she's like, oh shit. Well, I got to go to work. And she gets to work and she's like, my kid almost doesn't believe in Santa Claus. So I'm going to make everybody stay late and have like a massive event at work, which doesn't help the kid believe in Santa Claus. Like it literally was just like, I'm going to have all these like Santa's show up and fire breathers. And she like wants a party and everybody at work's like, oh God, are you serious? And she's like, yeah, because the kids don't believe in Santa Claus. And it's like, this is all because of your kid. And now you're making everybody else stay late. Like what a bitch. You can't celebrate Christmas with your family because my kid might not believe in Christmas. <laughs> I know, right? So she makes this big mess happen. The kid says, you know, I can send my my Santa list through the mail, but I can also send it via Mittel is what they're calling it. But it's basically, it's a technology that doesn't exist anymore. So the movie doesn't make sense. But it's basically back in the day, you could log on to, in France, you could log on to a computer and go to basically a chat room. Mm-hmm. But the chat room was just another computer somewhere in public. Like, So it was almost like the precursor of like instant messenger almost. Basically. So you'd like through the phone line or something to like you know, message somebody. He's got something to say about it. Let's find out. What does he have to say? What, buddy? So my son, Kent, just woke up. And what do you think about the movie, bud? Now he's pushing it back on my face. He's like, no, you you keep talking. He liked it when you were talking. So the kid is like looking for Santa Claus and he's got an idiot friend with him. He's like, Santa isn't real. He's like, oh yeah, well, we're going to talk to him on this machine. And he looks for Santa Claus and it's this crazy, creepy guy. And crazy, creepy guy's like, no, I'll show you that I'm real. So crazy, creepy guy goes and like volunteers at the toy store party that his mom is throwing and is a pretty big crazy. Like he's creeping on kids, he's slapping kids and he gets fired. And when he goes to like, I don't know, whatever you do, report that I got fired. uh, He hears that the boss is sending a bunch of toys to her, her house for the kid and uh, Rambo. And the boss kid. is the one who, who can't shit canned him. So yeah, theoretically he's got a grudge against her, right? He has a grudge against her. So he gets all the toys, hops in the van where all the toys are going to her house and shows up at this crazy, creepy mansion and hilarity ensues. Mm, not really. He kills the kid's dog like right off the bat. And then it turns into home alone, basically where the kid has all these traps. He's got these video cameras. He's trying to protect his grandpa. There's all this like, mm, you know, fun traps going. The kid sets up these, these, like crossbow traps the fire darts he sets up a fire trap he sets up a trap door like he's got all these cool things going down and it's fun because like it's always it's interesting like one of my favorite movies is jaws the baby's now woken up so we don't have to be as quiet and i always break jaws into two parts there's the horror movie at first where jaws is like eating people and killing people and it's scary and then there's the second <laughs> then there's the second part of the movie where they go after jaws and now they're hunting jaws and jaws is hunting them and i think there's two very distinct parts of that movie. This, I would say there's almost like three parts of the movie where the first part is where it's almost kind of fun and it's a Christmas movie and it's a movie about 
this little boy and his grandpa and, you know, this kooky ass house. That's the first part. The second part is when the killer Santa gets to his house and is terrorizing them and they're trying to escape. Yeah. Then there's a third act where they kind of realize they can't escape. They got to fight him. And that's when he starts doing the Home Alone booby traps and shit like that. It's definitely darker than Home Alone. It's really, some of the traps he does are really cool. Yeah. Except the one downfall of the actual movie is that a lot of the traps just like happen and then the shot just goes away and that's it. For a movie that's trying to borrow a lot from action movies, it didn't seem to watch action movies on how to shoot action. Yeah, because everything just kind of happened and then either fizzled out or they moved on too quick that it didn't really have a, uh, it didn't really have an impact on it. Yeah, they really don't pay off. That's the thing. So it's like they spend a lot of time showing the kids setting up like a crossbow trap with the darts and then like you're like, okay, well this will be cool when he encounters this and then just the next shot you see him going off and they hit him in the neck and he's like, ow, but then it doesn't have any impact and really show he anything. does but it's a french so it says lay out but yeah, ow. yeah it, and that's really the that's the, the the weakest part of the movie but it's cool general. set offs with no payoff for the for whatever you're trying to show the trap or whatever it is but it is it is tons of fun it's cool it it's shot well it's acted well it's really really fun i mean it's just it's a fun and it's a fun concept because we've seen a million killer santa movies but we've never seen one where a kid fights back well and like you said the coolest thing is the whole time the kid actually believes that it's still Santa Claus. Right, which is like one of the coolest part. He doesn't think, oh shit, some guy dressed as Santa's fucking my shit up. He thinks, oh shit, Santa Claus. He does this thing where he's got like a command center in his house that's got all this audio visual thing. He's got a fucking predator wrist gauntlet on that's got all these beep boop beeps on it and he can monitor his house through all these different cameras. He can see the video for the security Yeah, there's a little video feed on there and everything, but he goes into his command center at one point and says, I know you're Santa Claus and you're mad that I tried to see you because the movie, like the second act of the movie when Santa Claus gets into the house, he is staying up late to try to find and catch, like not catch, but see a glimpse of Santa Claus. Yeah, that's all so he wants. So in his kid brain, Santa Claus is now a murderous beast because he, saw he tried to stay up to and see goes, him. I know you're Santa Claus, but by the end of tonight, you will be scared. Yeah, that was so was like, cool. Uh, like, I, cause, yeah. <laughs> Which is awesome because not only does the kid think it's the real Santa Claus, but he's ballsy enough to say, I know you're Santa Claus, but you're going to be afraid of me by the yeah, end of the night. But I'm going to get you. Yeah, that's so freaking cool. And like his grandpa has an insulin problem. The grandpa can't ski- see really well. They keep cutting to grandpa vision, which is all like blurry and he can't mm-hmm. see. And he hides grandpa in a in a, like a, a suit of armor, which is <laughs> yeah. cool because the whole time you're like, oh man, is killer Santa Claus going to see him? At one point, the grandpa's insulin like crashes and he's trying to get, get the kid has to like get grandpa the medicine. Like it's the cops show up at one point, but killer Santa doesn't give a shit about that. Santa is progressively getting more fucked up from the traps, but then also then in the next scene like he's less fucked up because they didn't know how to edit this shit i don't know it's it's a really unique movie and i've never seen anything quite like it and i think it's really worth if you can find a screening of this it's on shutter actually yeah that's where we watched it which we had a, if you're a horror fan and you know you should, you should probably have it you anyway. should probably have shutter watch it on shutter then you can also watch creep show which is also really cool this movie's interesting though because they're kind of implying a little bit that he's a pet that this santa claus is a pedophile we see he's him working for sure he's definitely a creeper but it's unclear what his final motivations are when he's working at the toy store yeah he slaps a kid that calls him out on being a fake santa i think he just wants to be santa because the weirdest thing is he catches the kid at one right point and then goes well wait wait before you even go get to that the first couple things that we see him do are super menacing including yeah. like grandpa and the kid immediately get in a car and try and drive away yeah and the car won't really start he walks Which is up smart because most most horror movies like try and figure out how to trap you inside or trap the kid but the kid's like i'm getting immediately the like leaving. get the fuck out yeah. He gets in the car, they start to drive away, and he smashes the car up. And well, the 
breaks but be, it. He headbutts the yeah. Santa headbutts the windshield, breaks the windshield, cool shot. Then picks up a, a like a sledgehammer, starts smashing up the car. Yeah, and he's menacing them for a while. But of any any he stabs the kid in the leg. Yep. Right. But then he catches the kid. And what were you gonna say? He catches the kid. kid and goes, "I caught you. Now it's my turn to hide. Count to twenty. No cheating." And like takes off. And you're and like, the kid wait, starts what? counting. And you're like, "Wait, are you just like Michael Jacksoning to the point where you just want to be a kid and play with this kid? Yeah. Or did you want to play with this kid?" So then the kid runs away and he gets in a cop car and starts driving away and he's calling for backup and Santa's in the back seat and he's like, you're cheating. And then like, it's a car crash. The kid gets the dead cop's gun. He's like trying to shoot Santa Claus, shoots him, runs back to try and save grandpa. Santa Claus shows up again, starts menacing the kid. He's tackling the kid and grandpa picks up the gun and it's like grandpa vision. He's like, he's going to shoot the kid. He's going to shoot Santa. It's really cool. But it's, it's still, a, it's like, what is his, what is the Santa Claus's main motivation then ultimately? Like, what is he trying to do? Every other Santa Claus killer movie it clearly wants to kill I mean he wants revenge on the mom who fired him but it's not clear it's very ambiguous and he's clearly unhinged right he's unhinged he's the whole movie totally so. crazy yeah he's really good cool creepy though. Santa Claus yeah I think he does in, he is. in the pantheon of creepy Santas one of the better ones right yeah I would think so I mean the fact that his, his motivation is ambiguous is cool to begin with because yeah. we don't really know what to expect when he finally does catch that kid there's a couple times where he catches him or he almost catches him and the kid gets away but like he catches him this time and he like really if you think about it that shot he grabs the kid he spins the kid around and he pushes his head against the wall in a very rapey-esque motion right yeah. and then he's like you count to 20 and you're like wait what <laughs> yeah yeah you totally are like oh no slow. no i'd count slow <laughs> yeah 19 19 and a half <laughs> 19 three quarters it's a lot of fun if you could see it it's 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 definitely and it i would say it stands alone we've seen killer santa claus movies but not killer santa claus home alone movies and i think the funny thing is is like home alone is has been now accused of ripping this movie off i don't see it no i mean there's there's I a lot of commonalities yeah. but they're not the same movie by any At means all. no home alone is by far the better version of this movie but i like that this movie exists oh i agree i wish i knew how to count in french because i would make a one, one two ten twelve Joke, but I can't. I'll give you to the count of ten, to the count of deuce. Yeah, I don't know what ten is. I know un deux trois. That's about it. It's different. It really is different. And I gotta say, it's it's <laughs> done well. Like I don't know. We were talking while we were watching it. Yeah. I don't really know who they intended their audience to be. Right? It's and not a I don't kids know if movie. They hit it or not? No. But like the first that first act could feel like a Christmas movie because they 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 show this kid. He's a great kid. He's a great actor. You know what the audience is? It's the kid in the movie who. As like, sure. how old do you think this ten year old? They say he's ten. Yeah, okay. yeah, they say. He's oh, 10. yeah, yeah, he's ten. And by darn it, he will believe in Santa by the time he's eleven. Which, as a mom, come on, keep your kids' development down with that shit. But like, what is the audience? It's that age kid, a ten year old who has seen too many movies way too young. Right, yeah. If right. he had a, a Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 poster on his wall, I assume he saw the first one at like age <laughs> seven. So that's weird. So it's a kid that's who weird. is deve developmentally off. That's the audience for this movie. <laughs> it's cool. I, I I love it. And it really, it has a lot of heart. It's a it's a well-made movie. It, it Those three parts that I broke it down, each part is good. Yeah. The first part where you get to know the characters is really fun. The second part, which is like a thriller where he's chasing him and then that last home alone part where he's fighting back they all i think they hit the notes they're supposed to in all three of those those segments i think they do they hit the notes i wish the the traps and kills and stuff were better but again yeah, it's 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 so unique for being so weird and being anything like that and then also when this kid grows up <laughs> 
<laughs> my, my son is awake and was, I'm trying to give him the microphone. He's not taking the microphone, but he took the XLR cord that comes out of the microphone and he just was about to put it in his mouth. And when he did, I went and shook him like he got electrocuted. And he liked it, right? Little blue skeleton. <laughs> And now he's laughing. <laughs> I know. It's pretty funny. Right? When this kid grows up, is he a piece of shit trust fund? I thought you were talking about my kid. I was like, because he ate an XLR cord? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, wow, dude. Right. Calling my kid a piece of shit on air. How yeah, I was you? like, right away. I was like, because he put your cord in his mouth? Give him a break. <laughs> no, no, no. Seven months old. The uh, Dial Code Santa Deadly Games kid, when he grows up, like the trust fund level of weirdness that this kid becomes like. Oh, no. He's in a mental institution. Yeah. By for sure. I mean, day the day after this happens is when the evaluation starts and then he goes he doesn't have time to spend that that trust fund goes to the state <laughs> or or i'm also seeing like we, we we come back to the sequel he's now in his late 20s and it's basically billy madison in a christmas house yeah i could see that <laughs> i'd watch that movie too i think that's fine all of that makes sense to me what a weird movie i loved it though that's i would good. i would if if it's one of those movies that if it comes out on dvd or blu-ray i'd buy it right away but is it a christmas classic do you watch it every year it's hard like it's you know what it is the way I do with with Christmas horror movies is I'll watch them a couple years so like I just this year watched Shelved which was Elf on a Shelf Christmas horror movie yeah I'll watch that this year I'll watch that next year maybe the year after but then I've seen it too many times and it'll go into like the the shitty movie Sunday pool where we vote on it yeah and if everyone else wants to watch it great I'm trying to think of which shitty movie are you talking about shitty are you talking about Christmas horror or are you talking about Christmas movie period Christmas horror movie well Christmas movies because I have a whole full rotation of like obviously Christmas story I watch every year obviously we'll watch that you know you watch National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation you have your staples but is this going to be a regular watch for you yeah oh yeah I mean it, it'll be in my regular rotation for sure I need to own it on some sort of meat some sort of physical media so I have what you like it too? You even know what a DVD is. Don't don't pretend you're seven months old. I I don't know if this is a, a regular watch for me. This is if somebody hasn't seen it, like you got it. Oh, for out. sure. Yeah. And I feel like this is you know the way I, I think you and I speak this language, and not everybody does. But like the Christmas, uh, the, the 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 Elf on a Shelf horror movie. Yeah. Not many of my friends are going to watch that and be okay with it. I think this is a movie that if you show it to your other friends, even if they're not shitty movie Sunday friends, they're gonna enjoy it and like it. Maybe not as much as us. Maybe not as often is us but i feel that when i watch an elf on a shelf horror movie with my other friends they're like that was terrible yeah you know you watch christmas evil or something that's a movie that people are like uh a lot of them are this isn't an eye roller this is i think fun and i don't think because even silent night deadly night is a little slow like the the yeah yeah they're not they're correct we don't have a lot of good ones that's for sure right He's getting zapped again. <laughs> but then he gains shock powers and it's... Yeah, he's not afraid of Santa Claus now. <laughs> I suppose I shouldn't let you do this, right? But it's Christmas. Go ahead. Zap yourself up. <laughs> There's no elves watching. <laughs> so, Matt, we have some fun stuff coming up. Uh, next week, we are releasing for Christmas the Elf on the Shelf episode. Yeah. It's going to be Oh, that's, Is that going to drop actually on Christmas? Is is Christmas on a Wednesday? I too? think it is. Yeah. Let me. Oh, One, man. Two, three, three, yeah, it is. It is a Wednesday. On Christmas, Christmas morning. So, yeah, Christmas morning will be uh, Elf on the Shelf episode because Matt and I have some very interesting opinions on it, uh, which is pretty funny. We recorded that today and then watched this movie. So that's going to be a great episode. You guys are going to love it. I 
promise. And then uh, we got to come up with what we're going to do for the new year. We've got some stuff going. There is a Christmas, uh, sorry, a New Year horror movie. You ever seen New Year's Evil? No. Is it worth watching? I've only seen it once by myself late at night. I don't remember if it was an okay horror movie or a good shitty movie, but it's worth a watch. And I believe at least as of a couple days ago, it was on either Hulu or Amazon Prime. So we could definitely like, I mean, it's very accessible, I think. But I remember I remember watching it and it's one of those, um, there was a subgenre of 70s and 80s horror movies about disc jockeys and, and radio personalities. Yeah. This is that. Nice. Um, but again, how many New Year's Eve horror movies are there? I mean, is Terror Train take place on New Year's Eve or is it just a graduation costume party? I think it's a graduation costume party. I'd have to rewatch. But it's certainly like New it, Year's is not part of the theme. I don't know. Although New Year's Evil, I don't know if that's part of it either. But like, I don't know. I feel like for whatever reason, I always think that Terror Train is a New Year's Eve movie. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. There's not many. New Year's New Year's horror movies? Right. No, there's not. There should there be. There should be. Yeah. Right? The ball drop. Creepy guy dressed as a baby running around killing people. At uh, Halloween Horror Nights, they had a really cool holiday horror maze that you went through. <laughs> <laughs> He's trying. He's trying so hard to get on the mic. What do you have to say, buddy? Uh, so Kent just suddenly cared about the mic. He didn't care a minute ago. And he's like smushing his face against it and then trying to rub his lip. Now he cares more about my face because I was laughing. <laughs> It was really cool because they did every holiday. They had Easter, Evil Easter. They had Killer Santa Claus. As a walkthrough, as like a maze? As a walkthrough haunted house, yeah. Every holiday. St. Patrick's Day, but the New Year's one was like, they had like this person inside a giant champagne glass, like drowning. It was pretty cool. (laughs) That's pretty cool. I'm actually on board with that. And you know, Christmas is my favorite, I think, just because there's there's a lot there and there are movies that exist. What's your favorite? Are you excited for the FX Guy Pierce Christmas Carol horror movie that they're doing? I didn't even know that was a thing. It's coming out, I think, like this week. It's Guy Pierce. In theaters or on FX? Um, on FX. It's produced. Oh, I do know what yeah. you're talking about. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Andy Circus yeah, yeah. is in it. Um, I didn't realize it was horror. Tom Hardy is producing it with Ridley Scott. I don't know. Watching the trailers, it, it looks like they're trying to make it horror. There is a Christmas Carol animated movie that a special effects friend of mine recommended last year. And it's is not- it the one with Jim Carrey? No, no, no. no that no, one's no. scary as fuck. That one's scary. Yeah. This one is, it's straight up animated. <laughs> It's very, it's, I think it's true to the original story and everything, but it's dark in tone and it handles everything dark. It's not trying to be horror per se, but it is scary and it is heady. It's a good, you know, the way, the way they used to make children's shit where it was like yeah. awesome, but also will fuck you up. But also scary. Cause I recently watched, cause it was on and I had never given a shit about the Jim Carrey CGI Christmas Carol, but like watching Did you it, watch it? Yeah. It was scary. It was good. Uh, like scary meant to be scary. I mean, as much as Christmas Carol is supposed to be. I mean, there's moments that are pretty traumatic, man. When So you remember in Christmas Carol, there's the three ghosts and there's the one that's super happy and like is love having a great time. Yeah. When it turns midnight and it's no longer Christmas and it's into like the future. And yeah, the ghost yeah, show, yeah. He ages into death and dust and, and, and disintegrates. The ghost does? Yeah. And nice. it's freaking creepy. It's scary. Now, I've seen, I've never seen it, but I've seen, you know, the trailer and I've seen yeah. stills and stuff from it. Does the, the, the style of animation... 
lend itself more to the creepiness of it. Yeah, it's really creepy because it's that uncanny valley shit where it looks pretty yeah, realistic, right. but it's not. But you so do look like an old Jim Carrey. <laughs> you do look like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Still chewing on it. And then, like, you know, of course, Marley's always creepy, but, like, why are ghosts and Christmas so intertwined? That's something that I love about it. And you and I have talked about this before in some of our, our previous Christmas uh, previous Christmas episodes. Right. Christmas should have more dark shit in it, and it does, like, in other countries and stuff. They're definitely is more lore that is not just all fucking well, cute stuff. Like I said in other, I mean Krampus, of course, you always have a great Krampus shit. Yep. And in other like Saint Nick stories, you know why there's a pickle on a tree sometimes? It's because Saint yeah. Nick, this this creepy pickle maker butcher man was cutting up kids and put, putting them in pickle barrels and Saint Nick showed up and was like come back out zombie kids and the kids like were put back together and they were cool and everything, everybody was happy and that's why there's pickles on your Christmas tree. But like wouldn't it be funny if like the kids come out of the pickle barrel and they're like, well I'm glad I'm not chopped up and in a pickle barrel anymore. But like, I think I have Bill's finger. Yeah. Bill, let me see your pinky. No, your pinky looks fine. Whose finger do I have? <laughs> well, there's a Christmas song. I can't remember which one it is now, but it's the one that goes, there'll be scary ghost stories and tales from long, long ago. Yeah, why? It's like, why are we not telling scary ghost stories during Christmas? What? There should it, be more of them. If it's part of a song, that well, means it's, I didn't make it up. And again, nobody nobody wants to admit it, but having like the, the elf on the shelf, the omnipresent, like, uh, surveillance state right. that's freaking creepy we don't talk about that that's that's the new age ghost story man what are your rights what's happening to your rights what happened to your privacy Santa fucking sneaks <laughs> in your house <laughs> that's scary eats your food right? eats your right? food yeah and if you and if you are not up to his standards like bad shit happens I like the story better when he sends a monstrous horned devil beast to come and get you yeah. but you know I'll take what I can get pushing kids in the schoolyard and he looks at Krampus he's like book him book him <laughs> <laughs> Take care of this. That's hysterical, man. Well, like we said, uh, we're we're close to Christmas, so everybody, you have a happy holidays. Remember, we got an Elf on the Shelf episode coming up for Christmas itself. Keep up with us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Launchpad Pod, and on our website, LaunchpadPod.com. Rumi, let's blast this thing off. Let's see if we can teach him the the high five. We can. You, I'm going to put my microphone down so you make all the noises. Okay, here we go. I'll I'll, I'll hold his hand too. Ready? All right, here we do this. All right, you ready, buddy? Three, two, one. Whoosh. Rocket ship. Now <laughs> yeah, you did it. That's your first blast off, little dude. Yeah, that's your first blast off. That's your first blast off. <laughs> this has been the Launchpad Podcast. We're the Rocketeers. Happy holidays, and we are out. Ignition sequence start. Six, five, four, three, two, one. Zero. All engine running.